Okay, welcome to the first edition of the Potato Thumbs podcast. I am here, and I also have a co-host. Yeah, that'd be me. My name is Admiral Nips. And I am here to chat with you, Fluffy Fingers MD. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. All right, so... I'm just going to redo that because so bad. <laughs> okay. It started off so promising and then I know, there was an awful pause. I'm I like, know. I'm just going to jump in there and go. And then uh, <laughs> I stopped and it still had nothing from you. And then I'm like, and now I'm going to say your name for you. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not going to do it that way. I'm just going to do it how I do things. And, and uh Hello, everybody. My name is Fluffy Fingers MD, and I have my buddy here with me. Hello, my name is Admiral Nips, and tonight we're bringing you the initial inaugural podcast. Uh, God damn it! Fuck it! Start it over. <laughs> that was good though. I like your transition. Yeah, we'll do it live. Better. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, everybody. My name is Fluffy Fingers MD, and I am here with another person who doesn't share the same name as me. Hey, my name is Admiral Nips, and tonight we are bringing you the inaugural episode of the Potato Thumbs Podcast, and uh, we're going to jump right in with some more introductions. Yeah, sounds great. So, I, like <laughs> I said earlier, am Fluffy Fingers. So, who is Fluffy Fingers? Well, he is a he's a handsome man, and uh, that's pretty much. I mean, is that that's pretty much what they need to know about me, right? Because it's a podcast, and looks are important. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly as beautiful as your voice is. <laughs> um, okay, so maybe maybe we talk about gaming stuff, I guess, because this is a gaming-ish podcast about gaming. So, I guess, um, background, uh, I started with the Nintendo Entertainment System. I had the Mario Duck Hunt pack with the red controller. Uh, I believe that came out in the late 80s. Uh, there was a lawsuit against Nintendo uh, because the gray controller apparently could have been mistaken for a real gun. You know, it has like a cord hanging off the bottom of it, but, you know, totally looks like a real plastic gun. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, so I played that forever, and I was um, I was okay at some games, like uh, Duck Hunt. Did you play Duck Hunt when you were little? I did play... Uh, well, I wasn't necessarily so little. We got into gaming a little bit later on the farm. Uh, but, yes, Duck Hunt was one of the few games we got to play when my aunt brought her NES over when she babysat us. So did you do, like, the cheating thing where, like, you'd walk up really, really close to the TV and then, like, shoot the ducks instead of standing back and actually aiming? <laughs> yes. Uh, as will become a running theme throughout this podcast, aiming is not a strong suit of mine. But cheating is. Yes. If only I could move my controller closer to Destiny when I PvP and it would make it easier to shoot people, I think I would have a much higher KD. Um, okay. So from Nintendo, I moved on to Sega, played the uh played all the Sonic the Hedgehog games, um, you know, NBA Jam, all that stuff. Uh my dad picked up Nintendo sixty four, didn't have a lot of games for it. Um but I mean, it was a pretty big deal that he bought that for us. You know, it was a big deal for him. He didn't have, he wasn't rolling in the cash, and it was actually quite funny. Um, we got Zelda at one point, 
And he ended up playing Zelda more than I did or my sister did. Like, we were playing it for a while, and then he just, like, I went over to his house one day, and he was, like, three quarters of the way through the story. He's like, oh, this game's really fun. And I'm like, you you literally just played played Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a whole lot of multiple saves back in those days either. No. You don't have a whole lot of game slots to be saving up. Nope. Uh, and then, you know, the the typical, like, uh, PlayStation 1 to Xbox to PS2 to PS3, back to Xbox 360, because that's where all my friends were, and currently sitting on Xbox One, uh, where I met this, met this dude that we're talking to tonight, Mr. Nips. Um, what did, what did your gaming history look like, sir? I said, uh, got started pretty late uh my aunt would bring over her nes when she babysat for us uh we didn't have one at the house until i was like when everybody else was playing on their n64s uh we finally got an nes and i played hours and hours and hours of final fantasy one that was basically my biggest time sink uh then uh we got a ps1 when i was in high school so this is like 98 to 99 we got a ps1 and that carried me all the way through till i got an xbox 360 so i uh i've gotten good mileage out of all of my gaming systems and now uh now i'm playing on the xbox one i have a ps4 upstairs that uh i bought because i thought it'd be a really sweet idea and then i turned it on like six or seven times and i honestly literally haven't touched it since april so, not the greatest expenditure in my life, uh, but Kesarasara, more money than brains. So, if you had to play, let's say, let's say you were going to become a PS4 main, would you learn the PS4 controller, or would you buy one of the adapters so you could play with your Xbox? I'd just use the PS4 controller. Uh, my precision is not so great that I need to have the controller that I'm used to. I can switch from my scuff to an elite to just a regular Xbox controller. and It doesn't really mess up what I'm doing because honestly, what am I doing is the real question. So it, no, it's not a, I just suck it up and play. See, I'm, I'm high maintenance on the other end, man. Like I, I have to have my elite controller. Like if I, when I like when I have picked up the regular Xbox controllers, like playing at my cousin's house or whatever, I'm like, it's so like light and airy, and <laughs> I need it to be like heavy. Where are my paddles on the bottom? I don't know. It's I I don't think I could go back. I don't. Yeah, I I've been switching around so much. I'm not wed to anything, so it's not like it's a huge deal for me to give up the paddles because I only use them some of the times, anyways. Um, so do you remember like your first game or the first game that you were really like into, like, you know, whether it's like a arcade game or, or a console game or anything like that, like, does anything really pop into memory for you? Uh, I played a ton of both Tecmo Bowl and Tecmo Super Bowl, uh, when I, when we first got the NES growing up, uh. So both of those were just time sinks. So first we had regular Tecmo Bowl, and and you were that always was fun. You were always Bo Jackson, right? 
He's actually talking about Super Bowl. So oh, the second what's that one. Super Bowl? So he's not in. The, he's not in the first one. Also, the first one has game stats, but it didn't compile season stats for you. So I had a notebook next to me so I could write down everyone's stats every game and then actually keep season stats. So when Tecmo Super Bowl came out and they did that all for me, oh my God, did my life get easier. Because not only was I playing a game, I was also no longer doing bookkeeping with my game playing. That's that's fantastic that you were bookkeeping Tech Mobile. Like that is that's hardcore, dude. That's I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to stuff like that. I like it. I like it. Um, how about you? I remember. So <laughs> it's funny. I remember. I don't know if it was my first game, but the game that I really played a lot when I was little was Asteroids, and it was at. We always used to go to uh, this cabin up in Hayward, Wisconsin. Like my parents got divorced at an early age, so my dad would like take us on vacations. Um, and his friend had a cabin up there, so we'd we'd go to Wisconsin all the time in the summer, and good state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're okay. They make cheese. I don't know. They have football, whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'd always go to this resort that his friends owned, and he would give us quarters. Actually, I think maybe the resort owner would give us quarters too, because they were the ones who were making the money off the game um, to play like to play asteroids. So I played Asteroids, like, all the time when I was there. And now that I'm an adult, I realize that it was, like, my dad's way to, like, go to the bar and have a nice beer and pizza and hang out with friends. And it's, like, easy babysitting because it was, like, low-key and no one else was there. You know, just, like, his friend and the owner and a couple random people. But, dude, I put in so much time on Asteroids, and I was so horrible at it. It was awesome. <laughs> Um, I think shooters, like, it's funny though, like before Destiny, because that's kind of how we both like came together and how this whole thing started. Um, I played a lot of Call of Duty, but we actually had like the original, like the old school Call of Duties that were like just single player campaign, World War II style shooters, you know? And I hated them, dude. Like I had such a passion of hate towards like, like military shooter game like arcade games I was like dude I just want to race or do something stupid in video games I don't want to like run around and shoot people it seems dumb and it's funny because then when modern warfare came out I played like every single call of duty every single year like pre-ordered it like would take days off of work there there might have been one or two instances before I had kids where I literally took a week off of work and just sat with my roommate and played call of duty and drank beer and did nothing else for like <laughs> for like days it's pretty awesome um sounds very similar very similar to my call of duty experiences yeah. as well yeah but then it just got like it got it just kind of got the same for me like do you is that what happened to you yeah i just didn't enjoy ghosts so i played everything up till ghosts uh modern warfare 3 was pretty meh and like started me down that not really interested route anymore. Yeah. And then ghosts came out, and I was just like, nope, not enjoying it anymore. Moved on. Uh, but Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two, and both of the first two Black Ops were obsessions for me for the better part of a large number of years. Yeah. I... Until Destiny came around, they were both you know 
Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 are both like up there towards most time put into a game before before Destiny. Oh, for sure, dude. For sure. I I powered through Ghosts, but I hated it. Um which was funny because one of my relatives was working for Activision when Ghost came out, so she had like all this dope Ghosts apparel and stuff like that. And she's like, "You want some of it?" I'm like, "Nah." Nah, I'm good. And she's like, "But you play Call of Duty all the time." I'm like, "Yeah." I'm I'm good. <laughs> um but it was I think it was Advanced Warfare where I was finally like, "All right, it's it's just the same same game, right?" And so I kind of I kind of felt that way about shooters. So when my friends and my cousin was trying to get me into Destiny, I was like, "No, dude, I'm I'm done with shooters. Like, I'm burnt out. They're all the same. I'm not going to do it." <laughs> all the ones made by the same company are similar, but uh this was a different company. I'm glad you finally got on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a wonderful addiction. I love it. So, something else happened in Destiny uh this week and is currently still going on. What do you think of the beta? I am I've moved from cautiously optimistic to optimistic. Uh still not like over the moon yet, but again, it's a beta. They had a really limited content releasing the beta and i had fun while i was playing it so that's a pretty good sign that i'm gonna get my money's worth and then some out of destiny 2 yeah i mean it's definitely different like it's i don't i don't dislike it but there there's definitely they've made some changes and some of them i really like and some of them i don't necessarily think the way it was before was a problem is maybe the way to say it like I understand why they made the change, but I don't know that it needed a change. Uh, coming from my novice skill bracket. <laughs> um, okay, so what did you like? What what did you like about the beta so far? So playing off of the discussion of all of the Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 I played, I played so much Search and Destroy. That was my game mode when I was playing Call of Duty. So Countdown is was my jam and the pretty much the only thing i wanted to play in the beta i was just like oh you guys are gonna go play control well that's cool uh i'm gonna go grab something to drink and tell me when you're done i want to go back to playing countdown uh because that game mode even though it's the same map and by the time you know this beta is done i have every single lane and every single angle on that map memorized already uh i still love the game mode and it's so i'm super excited about that and I I liked the new classes, like Sentinel, I thought was really fun to use. I had some ridiculous shield throws, uh, which bounced off a couple of walls and then killed somebody. And I'm like, okay, I can oh, live with this. Dope. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. But the more I played with it, the more I felt like that was the class that I liked the most. Some of the guns, I still had that uh, the Destiny 1 feel of just, like, really just being fun to shoot. So... I was pretty excited about that, too. I mean, some of them were not great, but again, we're talking level 20 gear. It's not the entire weapon pool. They're going to give you some... They're trying to give you a cross-section of everything, so you know, some stuff just isn't going to fit your play style. So I, I didn't worry about the ones that I didn't like. The fact that there were ones that I did like was a good sign. Yeah, I I mean, I feel you, man. I, I really liked it. It's funny that you liked... Um countdown so much because i dude i was loving control like i liked them both like i i didn't have a bad time playing either um but i found myself when i was trying to test out 
like what character I wanted to roll into the actual game with, I was going to control because it gave me more of an opportunity to get a super, maybe two supers if I had a good game. And I felt like I could use abilities more, you know, because it's just, you know, spawn and spawn and move, spawn and move, spawn and move. Um, I think once the game actually drops, I'll probably be more into countdown because at that point, I'm not trying to test out what I want to start with. I already know what I want to start with. And at that point where I'm more like working on my actual gameplay and stuff. It was pretty funny though. We, uh, we don't, you know, you always split when you're on the defense side, right? Like two or three go to rugs. Uh, one goes to market or two go to market. It seemed like as things got later, more people pushed rugs like most of the time and market was less of a push. So we'd usually go like three to rugs and one to market. And every time I'm like, I got market or I got rugs, guys. Not a problem. I am on rugs. And dude, there were so many times where I was the first one dead, and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm, mm. I'm like here. I can set up. Like I know I got like three or four seconds to set up before they peak. Why am I setting up so stupidly? Yeah, there's a <laughs> While the time to kills are long for individuals, team shotting will melt you pretty quickly. And if you set up too far forward at rugs, you're going to just be dead before your help can even get there. And uh, then they're going to plant, and then we'll see what happens. So, you know, there's that main street that goes from market up into rugs, right? Yes. You know, you got the doors that are partially open. If you hook a quick right, you have your power ammo that's kind of in that alleyway. I found by accident that there is a ledge and you can literally jump up and stand on the second story of that ledge. So I actually got a couple of like cheap kills, like standing on the geometry of the buildings where it doesn't look like you can stand there, you know, because it's like an inch wide, but it totally holds you up there. With that being interesting. Yeah. Now, with that being said, like an idiot, I would use it the second time after getting a kill. So, of course, the first place that they look is where I'm standing and. And then I die. So, you know, that's I guess that's just discipline, right? <laughs> At least you found out what your mistakes were. Uh, whether you stopped making them or not, uh, we'll give it a little more time. Yeah, that's a lot to ask, man. I mean, I'm running forward. Isn't that enough, guys? Okay, so the game modes were cool. I like both maps. Like, structurally, do you, what do you think of the maps? Uh, I liked them. It, uh, they both felt like they were of a similar size. I mean, the control map, I got around a lot more and saw different stuff because obviously there's just more time to wander around uh, when you're in control and nobody's planting a bomb on something that you have to get there to try to kill people and def- defuse. So I got to see more of that map uh, for the uh, countdown map. It was definitely more just run down this alley get there, post up, maybe move around a little bit, but there are certainly a lot more secrets to be found in that map for me uh, in terms of further back in spawn and not in that the hot con- hot zones contested between the two bomb sites. But I really liked both of them. I know some people are like, boy, I wish there were, I hope there's sixes and a rumble coming. Uh, I like the fact that it's probably going to be all fours. I mean, they said pretty clearly all game modes are four v four for Crucible, so I don't. I'm not a super expecting it to change, uh, but I like it because I like that the maps feel like they're the right size for the teams. 
I can get back to the action soon enough, but I'm not like getting spawn killed all the time. Yeah. Occasionally the spawns got a little wonky in control, but uh I agree. It's a beta. I agree. No, it, I I agree like I think that the um I think that the the maps were cool. I think that f- the fours worked really well. I at no point f- like here's the thing. Fours feel controllable and sixes are less controllable. There's more chaos in sixes. Like it is fun to pub stomp sixes. Like everyone loves that, right? But in fours, you un- can understand the map and you can take map control. And I think that that's important. And I think that when more, the more people play it and the more people learn that and, and they see that there's less of the random spawning, that there's, you know, unless you're in a really bad position away from your team, you're not going to have people spawning all around you. Like, I think that that's a really good thing and that it can be very beneficial to making someone a better player. Um, the one thing that I noticed that I liked a lot about the maps is there were alleyways and like little places that you could dip into and it was so easy to disengage and then reapproach. Um I say that with a grain of salt because the health regen was so absolutely horrible that like swapping from D2 to D1 where you can disengage and reapproach and as you're reapproaching your health is going up so you can reapproach an angle like differently and try and get the drop on them in a different way in D2 you had to disengage wait before you could actually like reengage them and i wish with all of the short shortcuts everywhere and the map and everything that i could take a shorter path back to the engagement Versus having to like really go way out of my way to re-engage that person. And I mean, maybe it's a benefit because you drop off radar. But I, I just, I, I like I like getting my health back just a little bit quicker so I can keep that firefight going, you know? Yeah, and I'm wondering too if that's just part of the uh, the push, I guess, to work on team play because... If you're in a 1v1 and you're weak and then you have to wait an hour to get back into it, well, that's not great for everybody. But if, uh, you know, you're in a 2v1 or a 2v2 and you guys can trade in and out while your health is going down but not gone, it maybe forces you to learn how to run with people more. Uh, I guess that's sort of the thing that I'm most nervous about for D2 because I'm not the greatest DP1 player at all. In fact, pretty average. Uh, but there are those moments where you do something crazy good, and it's just like if the connect's on, you're yelling Xbox, record that. If the connect's off, you're double tapping and recording it because you're like, man, I can't wait to show everybody this crazy thing I just did. Everyone is going to love watching this. Right. Uh, or even if they don't, I don't care. I'm still going to share it. I don't know outside of supers and maybe the occasional like power weapon spree, how many of those you're going to have. Because I feel like even good players are going to have a hard time melting two or three people quickly enough if they're getting pushed because the time to kill is so long. Even if they're playing people who aren't very good, they're going to get hit with bullets and their health is going to disappear. And those... 3v1s and 4v1s, you know, the ridiculously awesome clutches that you see in D1 sometimes. I don't know if it's going to be there. 
Yeah, I mean, you're definitely going to have less of that hero mentality, hero player type of thing. You know, we aren't we aren't going to see our our really good epic friends um, going in and and killing a whole team necessarily because if they get a couple team shots on them, they got to wait too long for that health to come back. Um, versus, you know, dipping around a pole real quick and they're starting to regen and up in the air before the person knows what's what's happening. Um, yeah, I feel you, man. I, I mean, again, it's a beta. Like, everything could change, so... Right, everything. I mean, yeah, I would say I'm not super worried about it. We only have, a you know, what, three armor sets per character... A smattering of guns. Who knows what's going to actually be there when the game drops. Right, exactly. How did you feel about the primary energy weapon engagements? Like, how did you did you utilize that a lot? Did you find yourself sticking to one gun, or were you, like, using the ranges as necessary and, and swapping a lot? Uh, I had pretty much set up for one long range, one short range. One playing countdown, uh, and when I was playing control, I just just put on bullet hoses and r- ran around pre-firing corners because I figured that would be the best way to handle it. So, you know, I was running scout or a pulse plus a an auto or a hand cannon in countdown most of the time, and then uh, then control. It was like I'll just run auto and S- SMG and just laugh. So we all know that the main, ing- main ingredient was the best weapon. And anyone who says otherwise is, uh, is, is challenging Voop Nation and uh, 1v1 me, bro. No, but really, uh, what, it, what did you like? Like, what, what gun really did you find yourself going back to or did you find was, like, reliable? Like, what, what was your cup of tea? I guess I switched around a decent amount. I used uh, the Does Not Compute Scout Rifle a ton. I had for uh, an energy weapon the uh, Death Stalker auto rifle, which uh, it worked pretty well. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, it melted Dawn Blades because it was a solar gun. That was the thing that I really liked too. Oh, was nice. that when people popped their supers, if you had the right energy weapon type on, they died a lot quicker. Also, the found out that the Titan Wall goes down a little bit quicker under your energy wall or energy weapons. When you shoot it with that versus when you shoot it with the kinetic weapons, so that was kind of fun. So I used them quite a bit, but really it was one to compete from medium to long range, one to compete from medium to short range, and hope for the best. How about you? Yeah. Besides your voop love, dude. I mean, there. <laughs> so the other reason that I really, really love control is that there were literally games where I would get. Um, ammo for the fusion rifle and I would literally just ping pong back and forth between the power ammo and I would go I would go like most of the game having a full clip of, of uh, <laughs> voop juice and just like lighting people up and you know then I was like playing you know when we were in, with parties with people I'd be like does anyone want anyone want power ammo and everyone's like no we're cool and just so yeah that that was also a benefit of running control was just like always having fusion rifle stuff and getting those like so many double kills with one voop like it was so magical i recorded the first two and then i realized that it just is a common occurrence apparently when you play a lot so 
I really hope to God that they don't uh, they don't nerf those oh, too much. <laughs> definitely gonna nerf those don't after this beta. <laughs> don't say that. That is so not. No, no, I don't want it to happen. Um, uh, I was uh, watching somebody. I'm trying to think who it was. Ninja with Noel, maybe, and he was doing uh, D2 sweats, and the rule set they set up was pretty simple. You play control, nobody caps B, no fusion rifles. Everything else is legal. <laughs> so I think that bodes poorly for your fusion rifle love. Yeah, that's okay. Those sweats can play without the voops. I need the voops. They make me smile. Um, okay, so... Uh, that auto rifle, that Death Stalker that you were talking about, was that like the black one with the iron sights, like a circle iron sight on it? Yeah, it was like a, maybe not a full circle, it was more like a U. Okay. Um, so, they weren't great auto, or they weren't great uh, iron sights, but honestly I fired from the hip more often than not anyways, and sort of zoomed in as I was getting closer to finishing the melting. So that gun... Of kind of a funny story. I was running a strike with uh, Royal Flush, and I put that gun on because I wanted to try things. And I put that on, and I put a scout on. And when I, you know, I hadn't used them a lot before, so when I switched over to them and I was, like, firing at enemies, I'm, like, firing it like a scout. And I'm like, dude, this, this fucking scout's like a mita. Like, I am bursting the crap out of this gun like as fast as i can pull the trigger it's firing and then i'd like hold on to the trigger just like a second too long and it fire two bullets and i'm like wait a second is this a pulse and i'm like looking at it and i'm looking at it I pull it up i'm like oh it's an auto rifle i'm an idiot so i was running around with the auto rifle like firing it like a mita but it was firing really fast. like so, so The like, lowest of uh, impact tiers for scout rifles, apparently. Yeah, so so I'm like, dude, I'm taking this into PvP. I'm going to wreck some face with this thing. It fires so fast. And I went into PvP, and I was just like bullet sponge because it's an auto rifle. And it's not supposed to be fired like that. And it lasted like a couple minutes into the game. And then I'm like, nope, nope can't do it like this like if it's i gotta fire it like an auto can't can't do the the fake mita thing so um yeah so that's my that's my auto rifle story but uh you actually asked me a question like 20 minutes ago about what i liked playing with so should i answer that maybe yeah uh, yeah that seems like a fair assessment yeah okay uh nightshade pulse rifle i know everyone and their mother liked it but I run PDX 45 and D1. I love my PDX 45. I ran, um, uh, you know, the dragon before it got nerfed. Um, so the nightshade just felt good. I The Omelon one I tried, um, I wasn't as good with it. But the nightshade, like, I was very consistent with it. Uh, energy weapons, I swapped around a lot. Like, I used sidearms. Um, sidearm wasn't horrible. Kind of remind me of a uh, Havoc Pigeon. Uh, submachine guns were okay. Their their fall-off range was atrocious. Um, but if you meleeed someone and hip-fired them, uh, they could be pretty deadly. Uh, and then the Minute 42 uh, hand cannon. I saw a lot of people using that, so um, that's kind of what I've been going back to. Uh, it's it's not a bad hand cannon. You know, hand cannons are so weird, though, because the health is different. So it's not like a three-tap thing like it was in D1. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's all going to take time for people to get used to. Yeah, so it feels like it's not a good hand cannon, but I'm judging it based on a different game. So I had to like keep reminding myself, like, don't put it away. Like, it's a different game. Health values are different. Bullet values are different. Fall off is different. Like, just use it. And are you killing people? That's that's whether it's good or not. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. I I'm bad with hand cannons, anyways. Just they're not my jam. They've never been my jam. But uh, then again, I've also been trying to use a scout rifle a whole bunch, so they're both kind of precision sure. weapons. Uh, I think my problem is that I'm not uh, not super great at aiming while being incredibly mobile, like the jumping and the sliding. And you, know, you watch the people who are pretty good, and they're they're firing their hand cannon while they're you know actually advancing whereas i post up with a scout rifle it's a little bit easier to hit my shots because i'm not trying to also maneuver my way in between people uh but i think that i feel pretty comfortable that there'll be a number of guns that we didn't see in this that may or may not change the meta a whole lot i kind of hope that there's you know two or three best of breed guns in each subclass that are make it viable and you can play with more than just one gun i feel like i'm a little nervous about that though because there weren't a whole lot of metas in uh d1 where there wasn't one painfully obvious choice and then everything else was the second or third best so but if it happens it happens didn't stop me from playing the d1 beta and using or d1 meta and using whatever i could get so i'm not uh not super worried yeah i i i hope that there'll be some uh i hope there'll be some some variety i think i think there's potential for there to be a variety i mean even looking at like what people were using in the beta like some people liked the um what was that devil hand cannon um better devils better devils like some people like that um more than they like the nightshade so then that was changing the energy weapon that they would use right so now you're dealing with a different loadout because you like that hand cannon versus uh the minute 42 um did you play titan at all yeah i actually only played sentinel though i didn't play any striker so i realized while i was running the story mission that uh, the half wall is definitely my favorite wall for PvE because you can teabag reload. So yes. you get sweet business firing, and then you just teabag your wall until you run out of bullets. And it is the 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 like coolest thing ever, except you run out of bullets. It does go pretty quickly. And I definitely, at least one gun I saw, so I assume there's more out there that had a perk that sped up your reload time but made you use more uh you like lost the reserve ammo ammo in the clip when you dropped it yeah drop mag. so yeah the drop mag stuff uh so i feel like you could probably burn through that pretty quickly using the little half wall yeah yeah for sure i i tried to do the teabag half wall strat in pvp and it just it wasn't my play style um, I'm sure someone could use it, but that's just not how I play. I can't, I don't like sitting in one place, especially, and maybe I'm just really bad at placing my walls, but, um, 
I like moving more. Um, so yeah, I, I just ended up getting headshot a lot when I would try that. I definitely was less afraid of uh, challenging the half wall too, because you oh, could yeah. you could spray somebody when they stood up, and you know the full wall it's impossible to really jump over and melee somebody. But the half wall, you could sort of jump melee and not necessarily catch it and lose all of your health as you go through the wall. Yeah, I so I still got to give Titan a fair amount of time um, because I, I've only played like a couple hours on it. Um, right now I'm really loving Warlock and one thing that I would do with any of the walls is if I saw someone there, I'd jump up in the air and throw a sticky on their face and then I would, you know, shoot them with, uh, like the hand cannon if I was closer, the pulse rifles, if I was a little bit further away as I'm dropping down and, you know, you could usually take down a lot of their health or kill them, uh, with that strat. So, I mean, the wall is cool, but it definitely, definitely has its weaknesses and I think, I think some of its weaknesses are what bother me about Titan because I feel like it makes people stand behind it with a false sense of security. Um, and it almost makes it easier to push them, you know, because like if they put it in front of a lane that normally you wouldn't push through if they were looking at you now that wall's there. So they have to step to the side so you can see them step to the side if they're going to challenge you. And that gives you that much more time to run up and jump up in the air or strafe to one side or the other. I I think it's almost an advantage for both sides, you know, if you play it right. Yeah, I mean, I think the same thing could be said from the the healing rift for warlocks too, because the overshield you get is obviously only if you're standing in the rift. Yeah. Though it is a rather wide uh, range. I definitely saw some people drop it at like the corner of things yep. so they could stand behind the wall and get it and then peek out around the corner and still have the overshield and i was like yeah clever girl that that's that's that was one of the strats that i found that i liked a lot i um i tried not to stand in it and challenge people with an overshield unless i was doing something like that like on control every, a lot of people would run the main hallway in between a and c uh, to get to B right off the bat. So I would run up to the wall and drop the rift right on the edge so I could poke out, challenge them with a little bit more health than what they had. And if I got down too low, i just back up to the wall and I'm regen right away. And nine people out of ten were not backing up and recovering. They were staying there waiting for me to pop out again. And then when I popped out, I either had overshield or full health. So I could challenge them while they were still not recovered. So that... That part of it was strong, but I found that anytime I dropped it in a high traffic area or on a point or somewhere stupid, you know, it's a 50-50 on whether you're going to live or die there. And, and it, you know, it's it's just, you got to be smart about it. Like, sometimes it's good just to regen the health and get out of there so that you can challenge. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it'll help you in a 1v1, but you're still going to get melted too quick for it to help if you're facing more than one person. yeah. Dude, I can't tell you how many times I saw people coming up and I tried to drop it to save myself and they just shot me as I dropped it. You know, it's it's definitely one of those things that you don't... It's not like a panic bubble where it can save your life. <laughs> You're going to die before the animation's over if they see you. Yeah. So you ran a bunch of Warlock. Uh, did you like Dawnblade or not? Um, sorry, I heard something. Um, I like the... I like the neutral game. I don't like the super. Or I shouldn't say that I don't like it. I just 
I don't know. I suck at it. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. I suck at it. That's fair. I uh, I also only played it a little bit and realized I didn't like it uh, because I was bad at it and was not in the beta going to put in enough time to get good at it. So I went back over to Voidwalker and just played that game, which is what I was used to. Yeah. Although the big, slow, purple ball of death is also a change. See, okay, so that was the other thing. I I did not give Voidwalker enough time either, and I want to go back and do it. Um, Co-founder, who is uh, one of the guys in a few of the Discord channels I'm in, a member of Derp, he was like, you need to run more Voidwalker, and you need to blink more. And uh, anyone who knows me knows that I don't run blink because... Uh, I'm really, really horrible at Blink. Um, jumping in general isn't really my strong suit. Um, <laughs> it's true. I remember a certain Rusted Lands game where somebody couldn't make it up the very slight grade of a ramp because he couldn't jump over that one-inch uh, starting spot. There was, there was like stuff on that ramp. It was slippery that day. I think like, I don't know, like some dead fall in blood or some shit like that. So, uh, so he's like, use blink, use blink more. And I, I started using blink and I watched, um, I watched Lumi actually, uh, earlier that day too, while I was at work and he was playing on Voidwalker and he had a shotgun out and he went like OG blink shotgun on the people he was playing and it is Lumi. So obviously I'm not going to like compare to that, but he really like kicked some ass. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this blink thing. Like I'm going to grab a shotgun and I'm going to try blink. And so that's what I went for. Nice. Sounds like a, a good time. I also ran a lot of blink. It was fun. Uh, hunters. We haven't gotten to hunters yet. I, I don't know. I felt like Golden Gun was sort of the same thing, and Arkstrider was fun, but I don't know if I love it yet. I <laughs> I didn't play any Golden Gun. I should play Golden Gun, but um, I really wanted to love Arkstrider. Like, I went into the beta thinking that I was going to main Arkstrider. Like, that was going to be my jam, and I gave it so much time. And I am just, I just, I don't know, man. The tools, the neutral game is so, it's just not there compared to the other classes. Yeah, that, uh, I felt that way too. Like, skip grenades were not super great. Uh, stickies don't do anything anymore. That was my, my very first game, very first round of countdown. I got stuck in the face with a, with a sticky and then just laughed about it and shot the guy. And I was like, Oh, I'm so happy right now. There's nothing happier than being able to take a sticky and not die uh, anymore in one shot. Uh, but, like, the grenades aren't there. Melees are fine, I guess. But you have like to get pretty melee. close. You have to get pretty close to make it work or to, like, use the, the dodge for the recharge of the melee. Like, I felt like the, the range was closer than I wanted it to be. And I couldn't... I couldn't ever find the optimal way to play it. I I like the melee. I wish I would have played more with the uh, melee dodge. All I did was the uh, reload dodge. Um, 
I didn't really think about doing the me- melee dodge because the first time I read it, I'm like, dude, when, when am I ever going to use this? But now listening to like some other podcasts this week and listening to just talking to people on Discord and stuff, um, that's something that I'm going to try either tonight or tomorrow when I play the beta a little bit more. Um, but I, I like the change to hunter melee. I, I killed a lot more people with the melee when I understood when I could melee, if that makes sense. Like if I knew that their health and their shields were down low enough, um, I felt like I could melee them instead of shooting them two more times. Um, it it saved my ass. I mean, I, I won a couple like one V threes, uh, with the hunter, um, which is very unusual for me. So nice. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's fun. I, I was, I was let down. I mean, I'll give it more time. I'm going to play a hunter. I'm going to play all three characters when the game comes out. But, um, I just, it, I don't know, dude, the warlock grabbed me again. I, I might just, I might just be a warlock guy, I guess. Yeah. I, uh, I'm probably, that'll probably be the third one I make, uh, go, Titan and uh, Hunter first, just because I enjoy those classes in D1 quite a bit, uh, more than Warlock, and then I'm sure I'll have all three as well. Mostly, we've been talking about PvP almost entirely here, but in the PvE world, I love to raid three times a week, and it's a lot more fun raiding with one of each class than, you know, running this raid with your two Hunters to try to get your best gear or something like that. Uh, it's, I need this game to last me a little while and not completely burn through it in a couple of months and then be like, all right, now I'm going to be complaining for the next DLC. Yeah. I don't need to go that fast. Exactly, man. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I tried to stay away from the PVE as much as possible. Um, I wasn't even going to run the strike, uh, but one of my friends who I never get to play with, who is not a big PVP person, wanted to run the strike so i was like all right dude i'll like i'll totally run the strike with you you know i'm not gonna i only ran it once we actually didn't even beat the boss though he totally broke it like i be my normal self and you know me like i'm i'm like i'm like antsy right i don't even know if antsy like if i have to be somewhere i'm always there like 15 minutes early you know i i like to just go right no patience patience is not your strong yeah yeah so of course like we're in the raid and I'm like, all right, kill shit, move on. Okay, kill shit, move on. All right, kill shit, move on. And every once in a while, I'd stop and I'd be like, oh, dude, you're, like, enjoying the scenery and, like, checking stuff out and, like, taking this all in. And I'm just, like, killing everything as fast as possible. So we got to a point where I, like, made it through a jumping puzzle and he died. And I got down to the boss and he was back on the jumping part. <laughs> And he got stuck in an area where he would die, respawn, and then die within a second and a half again. And he took a clip of it. I got to have him send me the video. But it was awesome. So here I am fighting the boss. I have no idea what to do. And my partner is... And there was only two of us on the strike. It never loaded in like a third person with us. Uh, So he's just sitting up there. He died. And you see his little, his little like icon to revive as like way above me. There was no way I could get to it. And then he would appear again and then he would die again. 
and he like couldn't even go to orbit like he couldn't go to orbit we couldn't leave the strike so like i ended up going to orbit and i think he ended up having to like quit his game or something like that to to get out of it it was pretty awesome so the joys of a beta yeah so i technically haven't beat the boss yet so i don't even know like that part of it so i'm kind of happy about that because i know i'm gonna have to run like strikes when the actual game comes out Um, almost certainly yeah and i'm not against that like i like strikes but i'd much rather like have them all new you know than like I don't know, having to, having yeah, to I appreciated that the uh, the storyline that they showed was the thing that we had all already seen at the uh, the reveal, and I mean the strike they also had at the reveal. So if you had watched any of that, you would have seen it as well. A lot of a lot of people on YouTube used that as their their background when they gave their you know gave their thoughts of the the D two reveal. So it wasn't anything new that way. I actually skipped going to the farm yesterday when they had that because I'm like, you know, if I'm going to be spending a whole bunch of time there. I don't really need to see it a day early or, you know, for an hour, a couple of months before the game comes out. It's a social space. What are we going to get out of it in my mind? Yep. But also it was, you know, I'd like it to be new. I'd like when I fly in there for the first time to be with my character, not the the beta one that's going away. And sort of build the world around that, too. So that'll be fun. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree, man. I mean, that's that's kind of my mentality f- for the beta, too, is, like, I can play PvP every single day, and it's always going to be new to me. Even if I'm playing the same people in private matches, like, it's just, it's always different, right? And I'm always trying to get better, so it doesn't matter if I play the map a million times. I'm still going to enjoy it every time I'm doing it. Um, whereas I'd rather save the PVE stuff because you only do PVE so many times, or at least I do, you know, and after a while, it's not even about the, the actual content. It's about who you're with and like, you know, joking around and telling dick jokes and making people like do stupid things or pushing them off of ledges. Like that, that's what keeps me in the PVE part of it. Yeah. Once, once you get the the end game content down and it's, you know, rating becomes just a thing you do each week. Then it's, uh, then it's good to have a good group of people there. And so I agree. Like you only get so many PVE missions, uh, before it just becomes muscle memory. For sure. Which is not a thing that happens for me in PVP either. There is no muscle memory. In PVP? Yeah, I just, every single time I play a map, I'm going to be something different, and I'm going to do something dumb. I, like, it's always hit or miss. Like, I know what I should be doing. It's whether I actually apply it or not. Um, And sometimes I just get lost in the moment, and I have to, like, step back and be like, okay, am I thinking, or am I just, like, running and shooting? And, (laughs) you know, so... That's fair. Yep. So you got anything else on the the beta you want to chat about? Um, no, I think. I mean, I I think that's pretty much it. I think I'm looking forward to what changes. You know, I'm enjoying the beta for what it is. I'm excited to see what the taste of the beta is actually like in real life with Destiny Two because we have an we have what we think is an idea of what the game is going to be like. But really, we don't, we really have no idea, like, 
what armor stats are really going to look like once you start getting into it and, and guns and everything else. So it, that aspect of it makes me really excited to to see what the game's going to be. And, and obviously, I'm, I'm very positive on it because, um, you know, I have a very unhealthy addiction to uh, Destiny. So, you know, they, they could just uh, they could have just like painted it all pink and I'd be like, this is the best game ever. That's good that you have those glasses on, those those Destiny flavored glasses. Mm-hmm. Dude, I am wasted at the bar, and Destiny is a very heavy set lady, but in my glasses, she is beautiful. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. Exactly, it's just absolutely absurd. <laughs> yep, yep. So, um, yeah. So earlier, when I said I heard something, I'll fill you in on, on what's going on in my house. So I am I am solo caretaker of two furry children and two non furry children here tonight, and I was like, I hear something, which is why I paused for a second, and my um my very intelligent dog upstairs, only one of them because. The girl is smart and she doesn't do stupid things like this. Decided that he wanted to play and was running around barking at 11 o'clock at night. And then he woke up my two-year-old. And so my two-year-old was sitting up in bed, like, wondering what's going on. And she was not happy. So I've been watching the monitor and watching things unfold above my head. Um, but the, the storm seems to have calmed. So I think we're okay. Oh, man. I, I do not have the two uh, non-furry uh, children. I only have the the dogs, and they're old and go to daycare on Mondays, so they're both sound asleep here. Nice. Uh, works out quite nicely for me, uh, and I don't ever have the risk of a two-year-old getting up. My brother's uh, kids from about age two to four every night would get up at about 11, 11.30 and come out and hang out. <laughs> So many times he's over the mic while we're playing. It's like, no, you can't look at the screen. Turn and look this way. Go back to bed. <laughs> no, you can't look at play, the screen. That's so awesome. Playing Gears of War 4. He's chainsawing somebody in half. He's like, no, nah, don't look at the screen. Don't look at the screen. That's awesome. Yeah, it'll be like when we're watching like Game of Thrones and like you hear a kid walking down the hallway and you're like, all right, hopefully I can pause this and there will not be nudity or someone's head being chopped off. Or some other crazy thing happening right now. And, you know, you're like, okay, all right, what can I do for you? All right, let's get you that glass of water and send you back to bed. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun game. You know, the cool thing about non-furry children, though, is, like, you don't have to pick up their poop in the backyard. So, I mean, there are there are benefits. So, how, uh, how potty trained <laughs> is your two-year-old? <laughs> No, 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 uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Oh, <laughs> uh, so what else have you been up to this week? Uh, I, so I loaded into Destiny 1, uh, during the beta, uh, and I only had one friend online who was playing Destiny 1. Do you know who it was? I have a sneaking suspicion I do. Uh, it was yours truly. Yeah, that's maybe one of the best screenshots of Destiny 1 I've ever taken. A, f- a list full of friends online, and literally one person is playing Destiny 1, and it is the person I'm about to play Destiny 1 with. So, uh, we had a genius idea, didn't we? To who came up with the idea? Was it you or was it me? Oh, if it's a genius idea, it was me. Okay, so um, Nips came up with this genius idea, and we were, like, we were trying to warm up before our league game, and um, 
we decided to try and do the OG matchmaking into Rumble, right? Because no one is playing Destiny. Everyone is playing Destiny 2 at this point. And we did it. Like, first try, we got into a Rumble game together. And we're not even in the same state. I mean, we're in the same general, like, region of the United States. But, like... It became pretty obvious that it was going to work, to me at least, when you were playing your first Rumble game and we were chatting and you're like, man, we're still searching for people. And it had been like two, three, four minutes worth of searching. Oh, that's right. Uh, And you and I are of a very similar skill level. So the skill-based matchmaking part of it was going to help. We're close enough to have decent internet connections when the population base is this low. I was like, and so the first year that I did, the first season of our PvP league that we did was before they even had private matches in uh, Destiny 2. Yep. Or Destiny, I mean. Uh, and so all of those games were done via the 3-2-1-go matchmaking system, figuring out whose internet and whose stats were close enough to make it work for teams. So I was like, yeah, this is going to work. And then I think you were the second person in my lobby. <laughs> I had one guy, and then I'm like, all right, two of two of six, three of six. Hit select, and it's like, oh yeah, there's Fluffy. All right, we're good. Yeah, we just need to we just need to find three more people. Yeah, it was uh, it was great. They need all right, Bungie. I know you're listening to this first episode with my mom and my one other friend that's listening to this episode. You need to bring back uh, parties for Rumble. Like I like going into Rumble, and I like killing my friends along with other random people. I enjoyed that as well, although we did take it pretty far for a while. For the people who weren't super great at uh, gun skill for quests like that, we'd do two groups of three and do the same matchmaking that we did in League. Once we knew you had somebody that you always matched up with, we'd be the two party leaders, pull them in, and then everyone would just feed. I think we got uh, you know, one of the, the less talented PvP people in our group got themselves a 25 kill streak when one of these... Uh, feed sessions to help him get his uh chaperone or something like that oh, so nice nice so i can understand why they don't want us to abuse that well besides assholes like you i think it's fun to play with friends i don't know man i i mean how many times do you really run into that though in rumble like when they had classic rumble like how many times did you really run into people like well, we're going to sit in a corner together and not shoot each other. Like, it happened, but, dude, it was so rare. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Cause most, and most... I like to consider my things altruistic to help people who weren't able to do it on their own, not being an asshole. I know. Or so I, know. I tell myself to make myself feel better about it. No, no, I don't I don't really think that you're an asshole. I really think I mean, he's an asshole. You can think it. I'm just saying this isn't the reason why you should think no, it. No, I, no, I totally agree. And, I mean, like who cares especially if there's six out of six of you are in the same party like who cares what you're doing with it at that point but like i i just i never saw that abuse i like i i get more joy out of shaming someone that i know or being way worse than someone that i know but talking smack anyways so they really come and try and rage kill me like i get more enjoyment out of that than i do killing a random so please Please let my friend shoot me in the face. That's all I ask. Did you uh, happen to remember who ended up finishing ahead on the leaderboard at the end of that Rumble game? Oh, dude, I always finish ahead. (laughs) 
Fair enough, I guess. This time it's actually true. <laughs> was, that, was that Rumble Game three minutes? Because that's all I need. Um, <laughs> so that was our warm-up for the league games. Yeah. Uh, we're on to season four now of this for uh, what, what started as Tread Upon Shards and became Tread Upon Shards and Death RX. Uh, we're trying fours this year. The learning curve has been kind of steep. This is my fantasy way of saying I've been terrible, and yet I'm still looking forward to the next one, which well, is good. It's really early too. I mean, we're in we're in week three of season of five. four. Yeah, okay, yeah, of five. But still, I mean, think about last season. Like the first two or three games, um, we weren't as on point. But then, like the rest of the season, we were a pretty solid team. So. Um, you know, you and I just we just take a couple weeks to not suck that bad, and then we get kind of okay at stuff, and then the season's over, and then we can start sucking again. So it's like you know we're 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 just on that verge of being kind of okay. That's a fair way of looking at it. But uh, honestly, the people that we play with are great. I don't mind losing to any of them. Like, sure, sometimes people get a little salty, but like. Since we all play private games together when it's not league games too, nobody's actually like angry at the people they play with. They just, you know, we're competitive folks. People like to win sometimes. So all that kind of stuff makes it a lot of fun still. Yeah, if you're if you're like me and you're right on that like point, you know, nine five to one point oh range and you're playing people that are like point five to point or to uh 2.0 and above and you're losing yeah you can't get salty about that because they're really good players and they typically don't miss headshots so you have to learn to like not put yourself in a position where you're gonna die all the time and then you only die most of the time and speaking of 1.0 players i had our third of fourth teammates actually fly up from georgia to visit me this weekend uh valeru is his gamer tag uh he's a very very good player uh and we were sitting around on saturday night drinking and it's like well let's throw on some destiny one and see started playing on my account because it was a pain in the butt to like sign out and sign in and let's be honest my skill-based matchmaking is lower than his he's like a 1.8 overall player something like that and after a couple of games it's like you know i was getting kind of close to being break even on the kills to deaths so he's like, well, what's the actual number? I fired up uh, Destiny Tracker and went and looked. And at that point in time, I was 375 kills in the red. or So, you know, negative 375. And he's like, all right, let's go for it. We switched off that first night. He'd play a game, I'd play a game. So I'd pick up 20 and then give back two. And then pick up 20 <laughs> and give back two. It worked out real well that way. Um <laughs> And then Sunday, I got up late and I was helping my sister with some stuff. And he got up and just fired up the Xbox and started going. And we went from like, he went from like 250 in the red down to about 80 by the time I got in. He's like, hey, what's your highest uh, single game kill number? I'm like 37. And he's like, all right, you probably shouldn't have told me that. Promptly, two games later, drops a 39. <laughs> Took a screenshot of that and set it as my background so that uh, I was like, all right, I got to. 
I got to look at this for a little bit at least and take pride in the fact that all of these stats that I spent three years working on just got demolished. Uh, <laughs> and then he got me down to seven. And then he hands me the controller. He's like, you got to take it the rest of the way. Uh, I was like, oh, I got to be plus seven to make it? Fifteen games later. <laughs> it was four. <laughs> I actually remember the numbers because it was... I went from seven to three. Then I had a really good game, uh, but it was against good players. And so I went down to negative one. And then I started off a game on Black Shield, which is my least favorite map in the entire game, because I just always do bad. And it was against a team of four. We were playing zone control, and they all had, like, five-letter names, which is, as we all know, a bad sign for us average players. Four- and five-letter names are usually a sign of... uh, Skill, I think. If there's X's and Y's and Z's, even more frightening. And um, numbers, and numbers. You need all the numbers. No, no numbers. Numbers, numbers are for plebs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so I get, I start that game off on a five kill streak, and I'm like, I'm just gonna quit. And he's like, No, you got to play this one out. End up the game negative. Take a step back. I go backwards because of playing it out. I was so close to just raging and being like, forget it, I don't even want it anymore after we had spent like four hours working on this thing. And then the next game was against a group of uh, thumbless kids from an orphanage. And I just threw lightning grenades on walls and watched them run through it. And ended up plus 10. And now I'm I'm eight above. And I'm like, well, now I have to play PvP or PvE and customs only. Can't touch it. <laughs> Can't touch, Can't touch that number anymore. <laughs> nice, nice. I like it, dude. Um, well, that's awesome. That's awesome that you um had someone fly across the country to help you. That's 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 some good gameplay right there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Looks like I had a fantastic weekend. Just absolutely dominated the world. But uh, but yeah, now everyone knows that my numbers are fr- fraudulent. I, I do love that he asked you what your top score was and then proceeded to, like, absolutely dominate it within two games. Yes, he also asked me for the, my top streak, and he made the dumb mistake of challenging Heavy by himself and got dead on the kill. Like, if he had won any of those, like, it was a 1v3, but if he had won any of those, he would have set my top kill streak as well. So he only tied it, so I still have that at least. The lone thing on my Destiny Tracker uh, wall that's my own now is my best kill streak. I like that, dude. I like that a lot. Um, you should have me come to Wisconsin and play your character for a bit. I could help out. I actually would like you to do that when D2 comes out because I want to start from a lower skill bracket and work my way up. I can definitely help with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I need any help, so, for being honest. <laughs> like... You know, my stats are so bad, but I had such horrible display lag when I first started playing Destiny, and I had no idea. And the day that I bought my monitor, like, my score just started going up and up and up and up and up. And I never thought it would make that big of a difference, but dude, like, I I don't know what's wrong with my TV in my living room. It's great for movies. It's great for YouTube. Don't play video games on it unless you want like a point five because that's what you're gonna get. And uh, also, it kind of explained like my horrible jumping in the raid, but not really because I still suck at jumping. But we're gonna blame it on the TV too because why not? 
So fair. We have the uh, we played uh, this weekend on my giant living room TV as well, and the input lag was pretty rough there. So we just jacked up the sensitivity to like nine or ten. It's like, well, this will almost be like you have a quicker response time. You just have to uh, deal with it that way. I can't do that. Turns out it worked out okay. Um, yeah, I can't do that, man. I definitely can't. But I I like the three to four range. Like four is typically where I'm at. I played four on D two as well. I, I, apparently, the sensitivity is different in D two than it was in D one. Everyone was saying. Um, I think so. I ran eight in the beta. I usually run seven in D one, and the beta still actually felt, to me at least, a little slower. Even which is funny because I heard people say it was faster. So, what which is, is interesting? What does that mean? <laughs> What is double rainbow? What does it even mean? In situations like this where I notice one thing and a bunch of people who are very good at the game notice something else, I just usually assume it's me being crazy. I but, don't... Uh, but yeah, for some reason, and maybe it was just the way I was playing. Like, obviously, I didn't run around slide shotgunning people or running sidearms like I do in D1, so my need to be up and close and turning quickly was not the same. Yeah. I and again, I don't I don't remember who I was talking to or where I heard that. So my sources I don't even know if they're credible, but um Yeah, it is funny that you say that. I, I ran the exact same setup and it I mean it just it was a different game, so that's probably why I didn't really notice. But oh dude Also what, fair. What like Going from D2 back to D1 was so crazy, though. Like, the gameplay is so much faster in D1. It was just... Oh, the ability spam. The ability... And, dude, recovery. Like, I know I said it before, but, oh, my God. Like, getting in my first firefight, hiding behind a wall, and popping right back out to, like, fight someone. Or running around. Like, it was... I loved it. As you were running Warlock? Yeah. Okay. You should probably just run Hunter in D1 if you want to get used to the no recovery endeavor. I used to. I used to run a lot of Night Stalker until Rise of Iron came. And then I turned dark. And I will remain dark. I guess while on the subject of D1, uh, we're going to do something. Like, we we need our thing, right? We need a thing to do, so we're going to do a thing with D1. We got two full months, or whatever, six weeks worth of uh, time to kill till uh, D2 comes out and overtakes all of our lives. Yep. So we are going, oh, and the best part about, I love this because the best part about this is we just got done talking about your perfect KD. (laughs) We're going to do the 10 game gun challenge. Uh, basically every week one of us is going to grab a vendor gun. We all know all the vendor guns, but we're going to work with it. Um, and it was kind of hard for me not to choose a test gun this week, but I thought that we would maybe start it off easier. So, um, I, I got to pick this week, so we're going to run angels advocate, which I have never picked up or purchased, but I, I mean, I understand that it's like a mini mini Mita. I have no idea what the role is this week. Um, so are we running 
ground rules here before I go and tank my KD to run this uh, this game. Yep. Are we running the vendor roll that comes out uh, tomorrow on reset, or Ooh. if you have one in the vault, you can use that too? No, let's do what's let's. Oh shit! Because I really it would be really awesome to say what it is now, but um, I don't have one, so let's let's pull the vendor one that comes out tomorrow, and next week we can report back. And this works out because we don't even know what the role is going to be. So it's going to be like a mystery. So my help me God, if it's like take a knee and (laughs) gorilla fighter, I'm going to be just heartbroken. I really hope it's gorilla fighter. I really, really hope it's gorilla fighter. (laughs) I am going to post up on some structure and I am going to just headshot people all day long. Um, so, so what do you think? Should we, let's, let's try and, uh, remember to record or I guess we don't have to record our games. We can just go back to, uh, you know, one of the many destiny tracker sites and pull up our stats for the game. Um, but like, you know, overall opinions of the gun, talk about the role, um, KD for our matches, what type of games we were playing. We have to play at least 10 games before we, um, critique the gun. You say that's fair? Yeah, that'll work. And if you want to play more, you can, I guess. And if you don't, I understand. Um, I feel like 10 will be a pretty decent number for me to be annoyed with it. For sure. And I mean, realistically, I'm not even going to start till Wednesday because the beta got extended. Which we didn't even talk about. The beta got extended. How awesome is that? I love it. Uh, I was playing earlier tonight and... uh... Got middle of a countdown round that never ended. Just sat at the the screen, so I had to kill the uh, kill the instance. Oh, they no. said today that they're uh, they're pulling wires and doing a whole bunch of testing too. So yeah, while you're expecting the beta to be extended and get some more playtime, you're also gonna run across a few more technical glitches as time goes by. So, um, speaking of playtime, uh. Is Destiny the only game that you play, or you you got other stuff on your radar right now? Uh, I play a lot of Destiny, uh, but uh, if I don't feel like it, I will fire up Witcher 3. I'm working my way through a new game plus on the hardest difficulty there, so that's that's been a lot of fun. That game is amazing. I don't know. Like... It doesn't have the same grinding ability as Destiny, so that's why it doesn't get as many hours. Sure. But it might be my favorite game ever. Just how the story works, how beautiful it is, and how much fun the combat is. Yeah. And I'm a little surprised by it because I could not play through Witcher 2. I ended up quitting midway through because I got so frustrated with the camera and kept dying to like things I couldn't see because the camera angles were weird. And I was like... That's like the first game I went to the Wikipedia page to read what the plot was because I was like, man, I really want to figure out how the story goes, but I can't play the game anymore. So Witcher 3 came out, and I'm like, well, I'll suck it up because I really love the storylines of these things, and they had made it so much better. So now, obviously, it's a three-year-old game that I'm playing in my free time, but uh, not super upset about that. I heard it's I heard it's like a great game, but it's one of those games that you're going to get sucked in and you need a lot of time to to put towards it because it it demands time and when you're not playing it you want to play it. Yeah, that's a that's a fair assessment. Uh now that we've talked about this when we get done recording I'll probably fire it up and instead of going to bed and 
you know, getting into work at a normal time tomorrow just because it's, you know, got me Jones in for it again. Awesome. How about you? What are you playing outside of uh outside of Destiny? I've been playing the beta. <laughs> so <laughs> So I, I decided uh, I decided at Guardian Con that I want to get Destiny 2 on PC as well as Xbox. Um, I have a lot of friends in the Derp fam that I never play with because they are all PS4 people. So it's a way that I can play with some of those PS4 people and not buy PS4. Um, so I got this laptop. I'm going to play Destiny on it. So I, I'm setting myself up to kind of learn the mouse and keyboard again. It has been... Like, literally the last mouse and keyboard game that I really played, I was probably in, like, fifth grade. And it was on, like, an old crappy Mac with, like, a 14.4 modem. So, that was before there was really fast internet. Um, So, I downloaded a bunch of games. I set up my Steam account. I downloaded Warframe. I downloaded uh, League of Legends. I downloaded Paladins. Those were all free games. And then Doom was on sale. All of the DLCs. And uh, new updates to it for like 15 bucks. So I downloaded Doom as well. And I think it was like maybe Tefty on DCP um, actually suggested playing Doom for learning like how to mouse and keyboard better. Um, because it was just like the way that the game is set up. It's a good way to work on your shooting and stuff. Um, I've played a couple games of Paladins. Paladins is fun. I like Overwatch better. I really love Overwatch on Xbox. Um, so we'll see how Paladins plays out. It's a very similar game. Like, some of the characters, I mean, the similarities between the characters are just ridiculous. Like, they're literally the same characters in a lot of ways. Um, so I'm thinking that I can get into it. I gotta give it more time. I really hate the horses. When you, <laughs> when you, when you spawn into Paladins, right? So, so you, you've seen Overwatch, right? I don't think you've played yes, it. Yes, okay. I don't, I haven't played it, but I've watched people play it. So in Overwatch, when you spawn, you have to like walk slowly or whatever character you have, slowly make it to the back to the objective, which always bugged me about Overwatch, but it's just part of the game, right? Sometimes it takes a long ass time to get back to the fight. Well, Paladins, you spawn in with a horse and you ride a horse to the point. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because the horses look retarded or, or just what it is. But I hate it. I love the aspect of it getting you back to the fight really fast. I hate the fact that you're riding a horse. <laughs> it's it's such a stupid problem to have with the game. But I no, just, no, 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 it's totally normal. I, I, I don't know why, man. I just, I don't hate horses in real life, but I hate paladin horses. I might start a club. Like, if you are interested in joining my club about hating horses and paladins... Like hit me up. We will we will get some T-shirts. We'll start some rallies. We will get shit done. Um, You've not checked to see if there's a subreddit for uh, for Paladin horse hate. No, there's going to be one tomorrow morning. You're gonna wake up and there's gonna be horse hate and paladins. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, yeah, it's totally gonna be something that I do. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I downloaded those. So maybe I'll get good. I liked Warframe. I've only played. I only got like a little bit into Warframe um, before I ran out of time to play video games. Warframe seems super cool. Similar uh, to... Yeah, I played a lot of Warframe during one of the Destiny content routes. There were, there were like four of us who went over there and squatted up and played a ton of it. And it can be pretty addicting. 
Uh, especially since like some of the people I played with were even more hooked than I was, so they knew all like the trading secrets and stuff like that. So I would say if you're looking for a time sink and don't really want to see your wife and kids, uh, give Warframe a shot. It's kind of like um like I heard someone describe it as you're a space ninja whereas like Yeah, that's Des- a fair assessment. Destiny is more space magic and I like ninjas, man. So I I like Although Warframe. we did call it doorframe a lot because whenever I tried to run fast, I'd hit all of the doorframes and it'd kill my momentum <laughs> and then they'd all laugh at me cuz I was dying from behind cuz oh, I couldn't I escape that. as fast as everyone else. Why isn't your username or your gamer tag doorframe? Like, seriously, you missed an opportunity there. Well, next time I have 10 bucks laying around, I'll see if it's taken. Okay. Okay, deal. <laughs> deal. <laughs> um, That's all I got on other games. You got anything else on other games? Oh. Uh, no, nah, we play a weekly Gears of Four horde mode with uh, some friends, my brother and some friends. So while it's not an obsession, it's... It's a nice way to kill a couple hours of mindless killing of things, and Gears is always fun. I I do have one more thing. I lied. So I have to shout out to Necessary Evil because he was playing with me, and he let me know that I don't know if it's still for sale. I assume it is. Let's just assume that it's still for sale. All six Mega Man games on Xbox Live are $6. $1 a Mega Man game on Xbox Live. I didn't buy it. I should have bought it. I didn't buy it yet. But how awesome is that? Like, would you pay a dollar for a Mega Man game? Maybe. Yeah, I think I would. I enjoyed the Mega Man games. Yeah. I was. Spoiler alert. Wasn't real good at them. No. But uh, <laughs> but they were fun to play. They they were, and it and I, I should probably buy them. I haven't yet. I don't know why. I feel like as an adult, I'd have to be better than I was as a kid because as a kid, I was super clumsy and I've tamped that down a little bit as I've gotten older. No, see, here's the thing, man. Games when we were little were so hard and games now are so easy that you will be worse because you've just been brought into this this lifestyle of, of games are not hard. You know, like that Witcher game that you play, dude, that's that's cake. It's cakewalk. I mean, it is probably the easiest of the three Witcher games. Oh, is it really? Yeah, uh, they, they made it it not quite as uh, not quite as punishing. But you know, let's pretend that your case, your argument isn't uh, actually sound. Damn, Snowflake Generation need their games to be easy. I know, I know. Maybe I can find like a like a mod so I can play it on an original NES controller. Like looking at my Xbox controller, I don't know if I use a joystick, maybe if I have to use a directional pad, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it with the directional pad. I still remember. I mean, so every year in, uh, in Madison, they have a Tecmo Super Bowl tournament that people fly in from all over the, uh, all over the country. That's fantastic. I love the story. Uh, I've already. played a cu- I've played a couple of times because it's local. I'm, if it was somewhere else, I wouldn't go because I'm not that good. Uh, I'm good for a one and two, and then get bounced basically. So I can beat one person who shows up, and then everyone else just destroys me. Sure. Uh, but I played that last year, and I forgot when you're playing that how bad the calluses on your thumb get as you because. To dodge people, you just run back and forth. 
Because in a straight line, they'll always run you down, but you can juke by just running up and down the field. So you're basically just rubbing your thumb over the D-pad right, back and right, forth. Right, right, And I woke up the next morning with a hangover and a terrible, terrible blister on my thumb. And that's when I decided that maybe I was just tougher as a kid and my body could handle the playing of that game because... Adult uh, Rob cannot handle that at all. Dude, I totally remember playing with some of those older controllers. And, like, you would get, like, indents in your thumb, you know? And, like, you would have to, like, play with the side of your thumb if you put too much time into the game, like, the day before that day because your thumb is all bruised because, like, the controllers were so punishing. But we didn't know better, man, you know? That's certainly true. Thank God for joysticks. <laughs> yeah, that's the, a lot nicer. The D-pad is good for emoting now. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, that's that's all I really have for other games this time. Yeah, for, me too. For real. For really real. Um, so maybe we should maybe we should talk about the other segment of our show. This one's very popular with with the listeners. We've gotten a lot of feedback from previous episodes that people really like this, so we are going to continue it here on episode one um beer suggestions right because we we both like beer i've had a fair few i mean i live in wisconsin it's almost you know you have to drink it you guys are born with beer in your hands aren't you uh if not born then introduced very early wisconsin i mean to be fair wisconsin has some crazy ass laws about drinking like you can drink as long as you're on your property if you're underage like at a ridiculous age and i think you can can't you like drink in bars with your parents too if yeah, you're if your parents are if your parents are there and they say it's okay you can you can drink in bars that's so insane so i believe we were the last state in the union uh to go from 0.1 to 0.08 for uh blood alcohol content wow. that was a big fight in the state yeah um, Some of these things I'm not so proud of. <laughs> so yeah, so we we both we both like beer. We both dabble. So we figured, why not? Like talk about some good beers. Um, so why don't why don't you go first, man? What what is what is your fancy this week? What are you drinking? Well, I had a friend just stop over to drop off some stuff, and uh, he said, "Hey, thanks for letting me have this. Here's a four pack," and it was. Uh, Three Floyds, Robert the Bruce, uh, Scotch Ale, and it was really good and uh, a pretty strong uh, alcohol content. Uh, definitely a uh, one or two a sitting and not a four or five because it gets real messy real quick if you go too crazy with it. I, I but mean, it was very, it, very good. Is it like, are you in like the nines or is it like in the tens or what are you, where are you talking here? Nine to ten. I didn't actually look at the actual number. You could just taste it. It was strong enough that you could taste it uh, and knew it was dangerous. Uh, oh God! But Three Floyds uh, makes some stuff that's pretty ridiculous. I have one uh, in the fridge that was like fourteen and a half percent. So that one, uh, that one was not to play around with either. Nice. I've never had it. I will have to try some. I wonder. Yeah, I, I think Three Floyds is northern Indiana, so okay. they're just outside of Chicago. So their their distribution network is pretty good over down here. We should. Uh, I'll start a uh, a list of the beers that we suggest 
so if people ever want to go check it out they can i bet we have it we have we have this really cool local chain of uh beer stores called elevated and i just realized there's one by my house i've been driving to the one in south minneapolis after work to get like good beer and my wife is like, oh, yeah, there's one like 10 minutes down the road. And I'm like, what? There's more than one? And it, it's, dude, they're they are such cool people and they know their stuff and they just have like beer galore, all, all sorts of really good local stuff. So I like that's awesome. Them. Yeah. 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 Go check that out then. Um. So anyways, so on to mine. Um, I'm going to choose I'm going to choose a local favorite, Surly Brewing, <laughs> Surly Brewing. Um, not to be confused with Surly Bikes, although the font on both of their names is like exactly the same. So if you know the beer and you see a Surly Bike, you're like, oh, cool. That's a bike made by the beer company. No, they're apparently totally different companies. They just chose the exact same name and the exact same font for their branding. So however that works, awesome. Um, okay. So I have really been digging this Extra Citra Pale Ale. And I have never been a citrus beer drinker. Like, I just, like, Summer Shandy has never been my thing. Like, I just, yeah, exactly. 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 Like, I just, it's not my thing, dude. I can't do, I can't do beer ciders like Woodchuck. Like, get that the hell out of my face. You know, I just, I like, I like good beer, but I don't like, I don't like flavored beer like that, right? So, I've been, I've been drinking this extra citra. And the citrus kick came from, I was visiting my cousin in St. Louis, and we went and met someone um, from the Derp Discord, um, Autumn, I'm going to say his name wrong, Autumn Chinook, I believe is how he says it. I'm horrible with names and spellings. Uh, But dude took us to a bunch of breweries in St. Louis, and it was super awesome. And one that he took us to was this brewery that has, um, you pay a dollar, they give you three beers, they don't tell you what they are, and you take a survey on them. You like you drink them, and they ask you a bunch of questions of them. And then after like two weeks or something like that, whatever beer got the best review from the public, they brew a bunch of it, and then it's for sale, so you can go and buy it for like a month or whatever the time period is. And it, it was really cool. They had citrus beers that night, and I'm like, oh, great, citrus beers. And one of the beers that they had was awesome. The other two were like, eh. But that got me going on like the citrus beer kick. So I came back. I went to the Surly Brewery one night with a buddy. They had a citrus beer. The dude, the dude that was serving us, seemed pretty positive about it. So I tried it, and it is a great summer beer, man. Uh, it's definitely not that like twelve percent alcohol that you're drinking right now. Uh, it's <laughs> it, it's your typical four or five, but it's pretty good. And, that sounds uh, good. And Surly has always every time I've gone there or bought their stuff around here it's been pretty good so yeah i feel reasonably comfortable with the brand name yeah and they usually they do the the tall boys um they just this beer and i think one of their other ones just started coming out in uh 12 packs in 12 ounce 12 packs so now you can actually buy like a bunch of them instead of just one four pack at a time uh, which is kind of nice but i gotta show you this so our viewers can't see this but um, I'm pulling it up to the camera. I brought a lunch pail downstairs with me tonight with ice in it and other beers. So I could, so I could have cold beer here and not have to get up from the table to uh, 
to go get another beer while we're recording because I am a professional. That is professional podcasting, people. You bring your lunch pack full of ice and beer down with you to the studio. And see, I'm just, you know, just learning this because I drank my beer before I came down here. And now I've just been sitting here wishing I had a beer for the last five minutes. But I don't have I don't have a lunchbox full of ice. That should have probably been something we talked about pre-show. Would have made my life a lot easier. Sorry. I, I, I was waiting to show you mid-recording. I should have showed you beforehand and then brought it up again. And you could have acted surprised. We'll work on that next time. Um, <laughs> you, you know, but we got we got like the main points down, right? Like you got to... You got to use the bathroom before you go. Otherwise, you're like mid-recording. You're like, oh, my God, I got to pee. Is this over yet? I mean, really, guys, is this over yet? Like, I got to walk away. Is that okay if I walk away? All right, you just talk for like 10 minutes. Um, on the other hand, uh, I worked on getting my dogs worn out today so that they didn't wake up the entire house mid-recording. So <laughs> it's nice. we're all learning. See, and I tried. I played soccer with mine in the backyard, but he still wanted to be a retard and bark upstairs i don't think the mic picked it up but you know it was enough for me to be like what's going on in my house so so yeah that's the beer segment all about beer and other things that have nothing to do with beer i have no worries that i will be able to bring a different beer each week that i enjoyed and should you know i start to run low there are like a million liquor stores around here i can just go grab stuff and try it out yeah, for sure. And, you know, the cool thing is um, my wife likes beer and she, um, you know, I can if if there's something that I like, I can at least get her opinion, too, on it. And I know that she likes the Surly. There's some other stuff that I buy that, you know, maybe she likes, maybe I don't like. It sucks when we buy a bunch of beer that neither of us like and it just sits in the fridge. And then we're just like, well, I want a beer, but it's not it's not a good beer. But it's a cold beer, and it's here. It's it's an ongoing dilemma, man. It's <laughs> it's hard. So cool. Um. So that's beer suggestions. Uh. I think is is there anything else that we should be talking about? Maybe before we uh wrap up this bad boy. Uh. Let's see. Well, if you and uh watch anybody on Twitch, I know both of us have a a tendency. We both stream once in a while, and. We both watch a decent number of uh, streams, uh, sometimes at work, sorry boss, uh, other times at home, but uh, you've been watching anybody lately that you've been enjoying, think people should uh, check out? So you're saying that we shouldn't use the uh, promote Twitch streamers segment to just promote ourselves each week? Well, I would say... I absolutely won't promote myself because my stream is garbage. I put zero time and effort into it. I just use it to record league games. Uh, but we can promote you each week. I mean, Fluffy's got a green screen and everything. This is awkward because I totally wrote your name down. So I was going to promote you. Um, so we got to think of someone that's not us. Um, I mean, I guess I guess maybe we could talk about a hunter. Should we talk about a hunter? Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty decent hunter. Um, so I... This hunter, some of you might know. You might know him from Twitch. You might know him from podcasts that talk about, I don't know, things. <laughs> um, you might know him from charity streams because he's done quite a few of those too, right? Like, dude's all, all about like helping other people, which is pretty awesome. Um, so our dude this week that we want everyone to go check out 
Do you should, do you want to say it? Do you want do you want to be the one? Sure, I can do that because you know obviously my voice has a little more resonance to it. Uh, but no, we both really enjoy watching uh, NFG Rocker Dude of the uh, the part of the DTP family. His uh, his streams are always super fun to watch. Uh, even like when he's PvP in and things aren't going great, he's always just so calm and relaxed and. You watch him run his uh, PVE stuff that he runs out there where he's trying to help people through raids, get them that, trying to get all those boxes checked off before uh, Destiny 1's out the door, and uh, I always enjoy watching it. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's funny, because, like, um, so when I think of Rocker, like, he's he's an above-average PvP player, you know, and most of the time... He's pretty I- good. Yeah. He's very humble about it, but he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you're playing with dude, he's like he's always like, oh, I'm not that good, you know, and, and plays it off. But then he's like top of the leaderboard with like a two <laughs> running iron banner, and he's like, well, I'm gonna go for 40 kills this game. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I'm not that good, and then he's got like a 2.0 every game, um, against good players too. No, like so he is really good at PVE. I totally forgot that, and I'm glad that you brought that up. He does, um, and you can check it out. He has a YouTube channel, too. I'm sure it's NFG Rocker Dude. Or I know it is. I don't know why I said it, I'm sure. But uh, he does solo Nightfalls all the time, too. Like, And he has a bunch of those up, and there's no way I could solo a Nightfall. <laughs> Not in a recordable amount of time. I've done no. it, but it's like... 900 kills and 20 deaths ever since they changed it where you don't go back to the beginning of when you die. Right, like, come watch my five-hour video of me soloing the Nightfall, and this dude's like, yeah, I did the Nightfall in, like, under 30 minutes every week by myself. Yeah, I don't know, it's crazy, man. Um, Yeah, and then he does Flawless Raider stuff, too, all the time. Like, they're they're always helping people with that. That's pretty awesome. Um, So, so if you like you know, if you like PvP, you like watching good people. And he doesn't always play a hunter. Like, he plays Warlock, too. Um, have you seen him play Titan? I don't know if I've ever seen no, him play Titan. No, I don't even... Does he have a Titan? I don't know. I mean... I've I, never seen it. I would assume he does, but I, I've always seen... Usually he's Night Stalker, but I, I have seen him play Warlock a little bit. Also, if you, you know, if you if you are trying to do that Flawless Raider stuff, like Dad Tales Podcast, which is what DTP is for those of you living under a rock, or those of you that are not able to listen to um, podcasts with penis jokes in them, Dad Tales Podcast, that's a podcast he's part of, and they have a Discord, and one of their Discord channels is like Flawless Raider Help. So they, they, they seem to help a lot of people. Uh, get that flawless raider achievement, which is pretty cool if you still need that. So that's that's another thing that dude could probably help you with. Yeah, and honestly, if you're not looking for help uh, and you just want to watch somebody, he's a great watch because, again, very calm. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of people who yell into their mics and get worked up. That's not my yeah. style. Like, yeah. I understand that some people like that from their Twitch streamer, like the over-the-top hysteronics and stuff like that. Not my thing. His stream is always super chill and uh, a really, a really fun watch. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're ever going to promote people like that because, like, he he is a good example of, like, the type of person that you could just go and watch their stream. And it's, it's like, always always positive, man. Like, he's just, like you said, he's just chill. Like, he, he tries to be positive about everything, even when it's a situation where most, most people would be, like, rage quitting or, or you know breaking controllers or i don't know 
putting shoes on their head or something. Um, you play Destiny PvP, I see. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's an affiliate, so you can get you can you can sub to him. Uh, he has some emotes that are gonna be approved by Twitch sometime in the next uh, year or two. And uh, if you do go into a stream, you gotta do me a favor: enter exclamation mark penis. It's very important that you go to a stream and enter exclamation mark penis in his chat. Um, oh, and he has Twitter. And he does uh, he does the Good News Friday thing, right? Where people like can share positive things that they did in Destiny or in gaming in general, I think, right? Could be anything. I think it wasn't even... I don't even think it was gaming in general. I think it was life in general. Yeah. Wait, there's life beyond gaming? Says the guy who's married and has two kids. It's <laughs> shaking my head. I'm just, I, dude. I'm just playing like the new version of Civilization. Okay, like I, I'm not even that far. I just got to the part with wife and two kids. <laughs> you said Civ, but I think you meant Sims. No, I meant Civ. Like I'm slowly trying to uh, to take over the world and build technology and stuff like that. I'm just like a little bit sidetracked with this video game thing too. Oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so check him out. It's NFG Rocker Dude. Uh, I'm guessing NFG stands for new fucking guy, maybe, or um, nice furry guy. Ooh, nice furry guy. I bet that's what it is, right? Nude furry guy. Is he really nude though? If he's furry, take your sweater everywhere. Yeah, I know. Maybe he's a never nude. Rocker, are you a never nude? I bet he's a never nude. He wears the jean shorts in the shower. Okay, so yeah, that's our dude. You should go check him out. That's... Yeah, I think that's uh that's probably it for our agenda today. Uh Fluffy, where can people find you? Um, they can find me on all sorts of interwebs. Uh I'm on Discord. I'm in a bunch of different Discord chats. We have our own Discord chat, not for the podcast, more for the clan. Um, we do league stuff in the derp discord, the DPTP discord, a bunch of other ones. Um, so you can find me there, DM me, you know, like your ASL, we can get chatting. I'm on Twitch, fluffy fingers, MD. I'm on Twitter, fluffy fingers, MD. Uh, we also have the potato thumbs podcast on, on Twitter. So give us a like and, um, you know, show us your jorts. Uh, what about you nips? Where can people find you? Uh, it's Admiral Nips on Twitch, Admiral Nips on Twitter, and, uh, if I remember the password, I'll also be posting to that, uh, Potato Thumbs podcast, uh, Twitter channel too, but let's be honest here, I don't think I wrote it down. That's okay, I wrote it down for you, and I put it in a place that I can tell you later. All right, excellent. Although that sounded dirty. Yeah, well, it's gonna come with a price, so, you know, send nudes. Um, all right, so yeah, that, we did a thing. And, um, you know, we have at least two people still listening, so uh, what have they won? <laughs> Another trip next week, I guess? <laughs> they won the end of the podcast. No, I, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. It was a good time, though, and I appreciate you. I appreciate both of you hanging out this long. It really means a lot to us. So yeah, Thank you all, and uh, we will be back again next week. Yeah, yeah. With same, uh, same bat time, same bat channel. Um, which is whatever podcast app you, you have. And, uh, by then we should be on iTunes and Podbeam and all those other wonderful places. So, uh, enjoyed talking to you guys and not talking with you guys. It was wonderful. Good night, everybody.